May I speak in the words of God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. These two readings, one from Deuteronomy and one from the Gospel of Luke, are talking about life, life in the presence of God in the presence of Jesus. Jesus in the gospel has got to the point of telling the disciples what is about to happen. Suffering is about to happen. And it comes after he has been declared by Peter to be the Messiah, the anointed one. But what we forget sometimes is that in the Jewish history, in the first century, Jews weren't expecting an intermediary from God. They were expecting God, God's justice, God's salvation, God's life to come. That was the promise. They weren't expecting God's son to arrive. He was the intermediary. Where was God? And so when Peter proclaims that Jesus is the Messiah, he's doing something really outside of what the Jews would have thought about. And that is perhaps how Jesus knows that that has not, that statement of Peter's has not come to him through his own thoughts, through the, own, through the teachings of the temple, but actually that has come to Peter by the working of the Holy Spirit. This knowledge that Jesus is the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that will bring salvation, justice, peace. And yet then Jesus goes on to talk about suffering and death and the loss of life. And Peter gets very confused. The disciples get very confused. Let's be honest, we get confused What is Jesus talking about when he talks about life? And what is God talking about in Deuteronomy when he says, I have set blessings and life before you? We get very easily led into thinking that the fullness of life that Jesus um, tells us in John chapter 10 that he comes to bring for all of us is about having a life that's happy, having a life that's successful, It's almost like we get pulled in by the adverts on television that tell us if we just go and buy this, we'll be perfect. If we have this house, if we have this thing, if we can have this much money in the bank, then our life will be happy. And actually, what we know to be true is you can have as much money in the bank as you need. Particularly this year, that has been shown to us. You can have all the possessions you want in the world, but it doesn't stop you getting ill and it doesn't stop you from dying. So are you prepared to lose all of that to enable yourself to be prepared to meet in the presence of God? That's what Jesus is essentially saying to the disciples. There are going to be days ahead where you will suffer. 
There will be days ahead where you are confused. There will be days ahead where you will be persecuted. There will also be days that will be full of joy. There will be days like Pentecost. There will be days where the church is gathered around you and widows and orphans are fed and my name will be spread across the world because of you. There will be joy and there will be sorrow, blessings and curses. And what you have to hold on to is the life that is in me, not the life that is offered in the world. For the fullness of life involves suffering as well as joy, death and resurrection. And you never know when those two will come. Many people this year have found themselves in situations they would never have thought about. Financial situations where now paying the mortgage or the rent is beyond them. Situations where their health has been affected on a long-term basis, not just for the time they were in hospital or were ill, but ongoing impact. Situations where family members and friends have been lost, where they have died suddenly, unexpectedly, too soon. And situations where our whole life has changed, where we're locked in, where we're kept very local, when perhaps we've been used to just jumping in the car and going wherever we want to go, maybe getting on an aeroplane and flying to wherever we want to go. Everything that we are given and told makes our life happy has changed in some way or another. Last night at the Ash Wednesday service, I was talking about the ground base in our lives. And this is really what Jesus is talking about in this gospel reading. He is life, life in all its fullness. He is there for the suffering and the sorrow, for the joy and the blessings. And we have to decide to choose whether we want that life or we want a life chasing after other things. Jesus is saying, if you trust in me, if you make me your ground base for the whole of your life, even when the unsuspecting things arrive on our doorstep, you will have somewhere to go to take them. He doesn't promise to wave a magic wand and make it all better. He doesn't say to Peter and the other disciples, don't worry about the suffering because I will come and rescue you. He says, I'm really sorry, but you are going to have to go through that suffering. But I have already rescued you by my death and my resurrection, by my suffering and my joy. You are rescued. But in the in-between time, which is the time in which we are living now. You will have a place to come and sit and rest with the fullness of life, the fullness of life in you, 
and the fullness of life in me will meet in that space. If we can make Jesus our ground base in life, then we have that meeting space. And if we can meet in that space, wherever it might be and however it might come about, then we are given the confidence and the assurity to cope with whatever comes. Night comes, but morning always follows. Good Friday will take place, but Easter Sunday always follows. There's a waiting in between, the dark of the middle of the night, the suffering that goes on for people seems endless and seems as if we can't wait. We can't wait for test results. We can't wait for surgery. We want to know now. We want things to be better now. But in the waiting are the moments where we can meet with the risen Christ who offers peace and gives us life. Choose blessing and life, says Moses to the people. He's gathered them before him to tell them these are all the laws that have been written down. This is what God is offering you, blessing and life. But you can choose, you can decide. God isn't going to decide for you. You can decide. But remember, if you decide to step away from God, there will be no space to meet with him. You can always turn back and find the space. It will always be there. But you won't have it as your ground base in life. Choose life, says Jesus, but not life as we know it. Life that will be full of all kinds of things. Because, as he says, what does it profit us if we gain the whole world but lose or forfeit ourselves? What does it matter how much we have in our house, how happy, in inverted commas, we look to the outside world if we've lost ourselves, our souls, along the way and have no space to sit and meet. Amen.